It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. And welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 4 to nothing. win their fifth game in a row, improved to 30-11-2 on the season. And to help us break this one down, let's bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, we, we start with the Golden Knights picking up their fifth straight win. There was a stretch early on this month where they'd win a game, they'd lose a game. They'd score a ton of goals. They would find uh, trouble finding that offensive touch. What's been the difference over this five-game winning streak? Uh, it's Frankly, it's been the level of competition from the opponents, which is not to say the Knights have played poorly, but they've beaten Arizona, they've beaten Los Angeles, and now they've beaten Anaheim. Two against the Oats, two against the Kings, and now one against Anaheim, and those are non-playoff teams. Vegas is not only one of the best teams in the division, they're also one of the top teams in the National Hockey League, and they ought to win those games simply because they're better. The question is, how is it that they are accomplishing this, and what can you take going into games against uh, more talented opponents? Because there are some of those left on the schedule, too. Colorado with a pair, Minnesota with a pair, St. Louis with a pair. So um, I think that you can get some confidence out of these kinds of, of victories. It was a, a decent pushback from the Ducks in the first, but when the Knights grasp the momentum, they, they just go to work. I like in the last few games, Ryan, how few shots opposing teams are getting. When it's hard to get scoring chances, you break the will of the opponent. And then you look up at the scoreboard and you see that Vegas is in the lead. It's even harder to find some momentum, to find some energy. So the Knights are breaking the will of their opponents by, you know, burst of offense. It happened the other day against the Kings with a 2-0 lead in the first it happened today. They got two goals five minutes into the second. And, again, they're giving up very, very little. Uh, it's, it's hard to get into an offensive flow when there's almost zero in terms of high-danger chances. And when you can build upon that, there's, uh, I don't want to lead to a false sense of security. That's not the point here. It's more about we are figuring out what is going well Let's build upon that and stick to it so that when uh, a, a ch more challenging opponent comes along, we can uh, stick to that plan and, and not panic, so to speak. You know, and you're reinforcing good habits, right? Like yeah. with the Golden Knights tonight, like yep. you like the goals, you like the offensive production, but the ability to defend in waves and really limit those scoring chances, limit those shots on goal it, it's a it's a sign of strong puck management and really playing to what the game is asking from from the Golden Knights. Yeah, it, it, it seemed at long stretches of today's game, and you almost get lulled into this as a, as a spectator watching and in our case broadcasting the game. Where okay, the Ducks get it out of the zone, and now Vegas hits the reset button. They go back, they get the puck, and here they go again. You know. Then they get it in, they get a scoring chance, and then the Ducks get it out, and Vegas, okay, they get the puck, and here they come again. It's just over and over and over and over again, and you forget that, you know, half the game is supposed to be played in your defensive zone, assuming the other team is doing what it's supposed to be doing offensively. And that just has not been the case. There's been very little in terms of offensive zone opportunities for recent Vegas Knights opponents, and uh, you, you kind of 
get lulled into it. But part of that is talk about those habits. The reason why it's happening is you've got defensemen who are quick to retrieve pucks, and they are just as quick to find outlets, breakout passes. They've had puck support from forwards in that effort. And that is the sort of thing, the sort of habit that you touched on, Ryan, that is just as important against good teams as against the lackluster opponents. Well, as always, Dan, thank you for joining us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. And we will talk to you on Sunday. Are you making the coffee, Ryan? You bringing the donuts, or what's the deal? I mean, I can. You, you just you you have to let me know exactly what type of donut you like. Oh, I, I have not come across too many donuts I don't like. So uh, <laughs> if I can dunk my donut in a cup of coffee Sunday morning, that'll be just great. Hey, Dan, I got you covered. Don't even worry about <laughs> it. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 4 to nothing. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Tomas Nosek was a scratch in this game. Hopefully, we will get some information on Nosek and if he is going to be out of the lineup uh, for more than just a game or two from Pete DeBoer when he speaks to the media. Let's head out to William Carlson, who is doing his post-game media availability. Here's William Carlson as he addresses the media. This season, uh, does it ever get old for you scoring against the team that drafted you? Um, I mean, at this point, it's kind of... It's a good feeling, like any other team. Uh, it's been a long time since uh, I was here and uh, didn't play that many anyway. So, um, you know, at this you know, at this point, it's just become uh, any other team. Final question for Will goes to Alan Snell of LV Sportsbiz. William, you probably heard that uh, Colorado is sidelined till Thursday. You guys are chasing Colorado. How important is it to uh, make up these points while they're uh, not playing? I mean, it's huge. Uh, we need to win pretty much every game. I feel like um, we've got two games coming up against them too, which which are gonna probably decide uh, who's gonna be number one and, and two. So. Um, they've uh, played really, really, really well lately. So um, it's, uh, we, we got to be on top on our toes every, every game. Thanks, Will. That is William Carlson as he addressed the media after tonight's win. And it's interesting, we highlighted William Carlson and what he's been able to do against the Anaheim Ducks, the team that drafted him this season. It's four goals now in six games for William Carlson against Anaheim. There's something about playing this team that leads to goals for William Carlson. And he can say that it's just another team, but you know, it's one of those things where I I think from a, from a matchup perspective, stylistically, when you look at that line, Carlson, Marcia, so and Smith and their ability to move the puck quickly through the neutral zone, get behind the defense of the opposition. And you saw it on the goal for William Carlson. It's just 
couple of players making plays in transition and Carlson going hard to the net. Let's head back out to Anaheim, bring in head coach Pete DeBoer as he addresses the media after tonight's game. I chanced him pretty heavily tonight. Is this, you know, one of the most complete team performances of the season for you guys? I like how we're playing. Uh, I liked how we played in LA the other night. Uh, I liked how we played tonight. So um, I don't know if it's the most complete, but I think we're starting to, to uh, you know, feel feel like our game is uh, is going for longer periods in the right uh, direction, and and uh, you know we're starting to to dictate uh, games, you know, pretty consistently here, which is what you want to do down the stretch. Next question for Pete goes to Justin Emerson from the Las Vegas Sun. Justin, hi Pete. Some nights you need Flurry or Leonard to kind of steal a game for you. So on nights like I think Flurry made 14 saves on Sunday, Leonard made 16 tonight. Is it nice when you can kind of give them a night where they're not having to stand on their head or having to make a ton of saves in a night? <clears throat> sure it is. And, uh, you know, some sometimes the shot clock is a little deceiving. You know, there's still some grade A chances in there that uh, they have to be sharp on that can change the momentum of the game. I mean, you know, we had, we had 16 shots in the first Gibson looked really good uh they had a couple good looks that, uh even though they didn't have a lot of quality uh or quantity they had they had some quality looks and and lenny had to make some saves or or you know the momentum of that game maybe shift same thing in la the other night we'll go to christopher chapman from Sp fox sports las vegas yeah hi pete uh, with Colorado sidelined, how much emphasis is there to keep winning and kind of put the pressure back on them so you guys can get a, a little bit ahead of them in the standings? Well, that's been our goal. And, you know, I, I give our group credit. I mean, Colorado hasn't – I think they've lost one in their last 19 or 20 or something like that. So, uh, you know, the fact we're still hanging around, I think, is a testament to to uh, our resilience uh, – here to, to stay in the fight and, and win the games we need to win. Time for just a couple more tonight with Pete. Next question for him goes to David Shane, Las Vegas Review General. David. Okay, sorry, unrelated to the game a little bit, but uh, do you have an update on Tomas Nosek, who obviously didn't play tonight? Yeah, he, he was a game time decision um, and, and, you know, obviously didn't go. So I don't anticipate it's anything long term. Final question tonight comes from Alan Snell, LV Sports Biz. Alan. Hey, Coach. Uh, what specifically did you like about the defensive effort tonight? Well, I, I just thought our gaps were really, really good. Um, you know, I, I thought uh, we kept the game simple and direct. And, uh, you know, we, we defended as a five-man unit. I thought our forwards did a good job supporting our defensemen uh, on their defensive responsibilities. Thanks, Pete. That was head coach Pete DeBoer with tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance post-game show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. 
No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com today. It's the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 4 to nothing. It's a shutout for Robin Leonard, who improves to 10-1-2 on the season. And, you know, the Golden Knights, 30 wins, 30-11-2 so far this season. 62 points, just too shy of the Colorado Avalanche. And as we've, we've mentioned a couple of times throughout the broadcast tonight, Dan and Gary, they've gotten to it. We've gotten to it. The Colorado Avalanche right now shut down due to COVID-19 protocols. So Colorado's next two games, uh, along with their game today, has been postponed. So Colorado's going to be out of action for the better part of the next week. The Golden Knights have an opportunity on Sunday when they play Anaheim to tie Colorado to extend their winning streak to six games. And this is a a real opportunity in the schedule for the Golden Knights to win hockey games and put some pressure on Colorado once they're able to return to play. And obviously it goes without saying the hope is that they can return to play safely and that everybody is healed up and okay. But let's take a look at the highlights in this game. And, you know, the Golden Knights, as they often do whenever they play the Anaheim Ducks, they throw a lot of pucks to the net, and John Gibson early on in the first period was under siege. Now Carlson's line is on. Carlson gains the line left wing to the corner. Out in front, a diving save! What a setup from McNabb deep on the right side. Gibson to his left to save. Now Carlson is shot. That deflects away to the far corner. Smith up top. Theodore, a wrist shot wide. Off the boards. McNabb shoots. Save Gibson. That is just a sample of the 51 shots that John Gibson would see on this night. He did everything in his power to keep this one scoreless early, and the Anaheim Ducks did get out of that first period 0-0 the score. But as we go to the second period, it's the Golden Knights who open up the period with a couple of quick chances, and it's William Carlson finding the back of the net. Nice go left to right with speed, right wing, Smith through the right circle, shooting, save, rebound, they score! William Carlson! Smith hard to the net, and the rebound lay in the blue ice. Gibson couldn't stop the rebound. William Carlson gives Vegas a 1-0 lead in the opening seconds of the second period. That's William Carlson from Riley Smith and Jonathan Marsha. So just nine seconds into the second period to make it one nothing Vegas. It's a rush off the opening faceoff. Smith gets the puck to the front of the net. Carlson follows it up. He's all alone in front of the blue paint, has all day to put that rebound home. The Golden Knights would execute a clean breakout out of their zone, and it's Mark Stone springing Chandler Stevenson who would extend the lead for Vegas. Vegas gets the puck out to neutralize again. Stone working ahead. Stevenson cutting, got it to him, and Stevenson scores! Chandler Stevenson buries it inside the left post. And now 10 on the season for Stevenson, 2-0 Vegas, 5 minutes into the second. 
That's Chandler Stevenson from Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty at 427 in the second period to make it 2 to nothing Vegas. As the period would wind to an end, Nick Waugh would steal the puck and beat John Gibson with a great individual effort. Vegas gets the puck out to neutralize again. Stone working ahead. Stevenson cutting. Got it to him. And Stevenson scores. Chandler Stevenson buries it inside the left post. And now 10 on the season for Stevenson. 2-0 Vegas. Five minutes into the second. Pacioretty is there. Oh, a steal for Wah. Works in front. He scores. What a move. A little fake. Top left corner for Nick Wah. Vegas extends the lead. 3-0 Knights. That's Nick Waugh unassisted at 19.38 of the second period to make it 3 to nothing Vegas. It's unassisted. Nick Waugh steals the puck and just beats John Gibson clean with a shot. Talk about a guy that is starting to gain a lot of confidence in his game. That is Nick Waugh right now. We would head to the third period. The Golden Knights up 3 to nothing. And though he didn't have much work tonight, Robin Leonard would come up with our AAA insurance save of the game. In they come. Grant gets a shot off, saved by Leonard, and then forces the rebound behind Max Jones, trying to follow it up. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. And granted, it, it's not the... The flashiest save in the world, but that was kind of a, a time capsule of what Robin Leonard's night was like. The Golden Knights limiting the Anaheim Ducks to just 16 shots on goal and not in too many high-danger quality scoring chances. We head midway through the third period. Braden McNabb scoring his second goal of the season. Stevenson center. Gibson turns it away. McNabb shoots. Score! Tipped into the goal. Vegas leads 4-0. That is Braden McNabb from Chandler Stevenson and Mark Stone. Eight minutes into the third period to make it four to nothing. Vegas later on in the period, the, killing a penalty shorthanded. Chandler Stevenson would be sprung on a breakaway. John Gibson would come out, challenge Stevenson, throw his stick, initiating a penalty shot for Chandler Stevenson. And we'll just carry the play as it unfolds. Stone blocks it, pass out high, taps it forward. Stevenson gets to it, gets around Gibson, and now feeds the middle. We've got a whistle. They might award a goal here. Let's see. Gibson came out and threw his stick. Yeah. Well, it's an empty net if there, there's no goalie on the ice, but Gibson was on the ice, so in theory there would have to be a penalty shot. Stevenson with a penalty shot opportunity for the Knights. The lefty starts way wide left, gets to the dot, to the middle. He shoots. Gibson the save. That's a big stop for John Gibson. Chandler Stevenson on the penalty shot comes in, tries to open up Gibson and go five-hole with a quick release, a, a shot from just inside the, the hash marks. And, you know, John Gibson was on an island tonight, and, and you look at four goals allowed and you say, ah, John Gibson must not have played very well. 51 shots against John Gibson was really the only thing moving in the right direction tonight for the Anaheim Ducks. Down 4 nothing, Anaheim pushing a little bit there late, but all that was really left in this game was that final call. Going in toward the right, Yurko shoots, pad saved by Gibson, but the clock will run out. Carrier shoots at the horn off the side of the net. The game is over, and Robin Leonard pitches his first shutout of the season. 
And the Knights victorious 4-0 over the Anaheim Ducks. There you have it, four to nothing. The final, the Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks, and you know it's interesting. A, a couple of things that Pete DeBoer said in his post-game press conference: it's starting to feel like our game is going for longer periods in the right direction. You're able to dominate games. You're able to control the momentum and control how these games are being played. And for the Golden Knights, you look at this game, and and granted, you have to understand the opponent. You have to understand that it's not the Golden Knights going out there and limiting the Colorado Avalanche to 16 shots against and all that. But it is reinforcing the right habits that you need to have as you head toward the playoffs. For the Golden Knights, I talked about it in the pregame show. These games represent an opportunity to dial in the process. And, and listen, I understand there's a very big difference between playing Anaheim and playing Colorado or Minnesota or St. Louis for that matter. But the fact remains that if the Golden Knights can dial in that process now in these games, if they can manage the puck well, if their forwards can really provide a lot of support, if defense can have great gaps, if you can get this type of consistent defensive uh, performance from the Golden Knights in these games, and then you see it translate into these types of results where you cut down on the, the chances that are being allowed, you give your goaltenders an easier night, a quote-unquote easier night, that is going to stick around and it is going to lay the foundation for the Golden Knights to get into a situation against those teams in Colorado and Minnesota to get to their game and dictate that play. We're back to wrap it up next on the AAA Insurance Postgame Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 4 to nothing. 30 wins, 11 losses, 2 overtime or shootout losses for the Vegas Golden Knights this season. 62 points. Just two points back of Colorado for the division lead. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And again, for the Golden Knights, it was not a whole heck of a lot going on in the first period. Vegas did outshoot the Anaheim Ducks by a wide margin. John Gibson very much dialed into this game from the opening faceoff. His team, it was a bit of a push from Anaheim in that first period, but really it's William Carlson opening up the scoring just nine seconds into the second period, and at that point it felt insurmountable for Anaheim. And, you know, they went on to just really not provide any type of pushback in this game. Second period, nothing. Anaheim had three shots on goal in the second period. Their goaltender was standing on his head. Absolutely left out on an island. John Gibson was. And, you know, it's a, it's a tough situation because 
you know what the Anaheim Ducks are. You know where they're at as an organization. You know what's coming for them. And right now, they are just not in the same in the same class as the Vegas Golden Knights. Now, it's not to say that Anaheim can't find a way to beat Vegas. They have played Vegas really tough in the past this season. But right now, it is a tough, tough ask, and the Golden Knights are playing desperate. They are playing to get wins. They are playing to catch the Colorado Avalanche. And in, and as long as they've got that carrot in front of their face, that's what they are going for. They're going to be the more desperate team. A great effort, top to bottom, from the Vegas Golden Knights. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is coming up next, right here on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 4 to nothing. the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks in a game that quite frankly, was not very close. The The Golden Knights outclass Anaheim in this one. 51 shots for Vegas, just 16 for the Anaheim Ducks. And we go to that second period for Vegas where, you know, you, you look at Anaheim in that first period, John Gibson, fantastic. Anaheim pushes a little bit. But in the second period, the shot discrepancy was astounding astounding to me 23 shots for vegas in the second period three for the anaheim ducks three shots and you know when you hear pete deboer post game talk about how the golden knights game has been moving in this direction lately where they're able to clamp things down and really dictate the rate of play you only need to go to the second period of this game to understand exactly what Pete is talking about when he says that. 23-3, to three, that's the shot totals in the second period in favor of the Vegas Golden Knights. And while it's a little bit harder, I would, I would imagine, for Robin Leonard to kind of stay mentally in this game, you've, you've got a lot of things going on, and it's hard when you don't see the amount of shots that you're used to seeing. Robin Leonard still had to be sharp in the third period. Anaheim did have seven shots there, but it's a, a, a different type of fatigue for Robin Leonard and for Marc-Andre Fleury in these games where they're just not seeing a lot of shots because the Golden Knights have been so dominant defensively. 702-876-1340, that's the number if you would like to join us here 
on the extended post-game show. And you should, because the Golden Knights right now, they're two points behind the Colorado Avalanche. As we know, the Colorado Avalanche are currently shut down through at least next Thursday. Will not play their next three games. Those games will be postponed to a later date. But it's an opportunity right now for the Golden Knights on Sunday at 1 o'clock, which is when they'll play the Anaheim Ducks next. It's an opportunity for the Golden Knights to draw even with Colorado. And, you know, when you look at the Colorado Avalanche over the last 12 to 15 games, they've been nearly unbeatable. And for the Golden Knights to be this close, that close to the Colorado Avalanche, it should speak volumes to just how good the record for Vegas has been this season. 30 wins, 11 losses, 2 shootout losses. That's the Golden Knights. That's their season. It's been dominant. And again, I, I think I look at this game, and I, I, I'm going to, to view the rest of this season through this lens. These are all tune-ups for the Golden Knights to hit the ground running in the playoffs. And even, even though you're playing against Anaheim or San Jose or whomever, whoever you're going to play, doesn't matter. These are all tune-ups for the Vegas Golden Knights. No wasted opportunities here. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Ron. Ron, how you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Good. I, got, uh, I have a question. Uh, because a uh, uh, big night nice fan, follow the stuff on the radio all day long. Uh, they talk about the Olympics being a factor about finishing up the season in a certain time frame. I, I, I'm, I was hoping you could shed some light on that situation because I know they don't play in the summer, and I, I don't know what what the deal is with why they are worried about extending the season to finish to finish it and get it done on a certain period of time before they would have to worry about uh, affecting the Olympics. Yeah, Ron, uh, I mean, as we look at the season right now, ordinarily a regular NHL season would be within the first round of the playoffs right now, and the Stanley Cup would be awarded sometime in the middle of June. But now you're looking at a situation where that first round of the playoffs, it's not going to start until uh, hopefully, like ideally it would have started uh, probably the second week in May. And now the question becomes with Vancouver having to extend their season out to May 19th and the Colorado Avalanche likely looking like they're going to go to the 13th or 14th of May, depending on how many games are, are postponed. You're still looking at a full slate of NHL playoff hockey, which will take you about two months or so to get through depending on what the schedule is going to look like so you you want to try to start the playoffs as soon as you possibly can to try to finish up by that second week of july which is where the nhl season is likely going to end for for gary bettman and the end league yes but how does that affect the the, the olympics that they're, they're, they're talking about them they, they want to be able to finish and, and they keep saying the Olympics. So, what aren't the Olympics 
starting in February or no the the Olympics were we're talking about the Olympics from last year that were postponed right. due to COVID. That's happening in mid July. Okay, so I've looked it up online and I haven't seen that. So maybe you're you're enlightening me then because uh, I didn't realize that they were going to actually play hockey in uh, in the in the, so the so the Winter Olympics are going to start in July. No, no, the Summer Olympics from last year from from 2020 will be played this year in July. And hockey's part of the Summer Olympics now. Hockey is not part of the Summer Olympics. They they want to wrap up the hockey season before the Olympics start, just in general. It doesn't have anything to do with uh, hockey. Okay, being it has in nothing to do with hockey then. Right. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, that's interesting. But and 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 uh, again, I'll just ask you why. Why would that matter for hockey players? Uh, if uh... it. It's not so much the hockey players, more so than it is the the television partners and the rights holders and ah, the Olympics that's being what I on thought. Yeah, okay. NBC. That, that, yep. that was yeah, you, yeah. You just enlightened me there. Yeah, it's it's because of the television situation. Okay. Uh, well, go Knights, go. Let's uh, let's win this. <laughs> I don't care how long it takes. If it takes the longest first, they they may not they may want to not do it that long, but I hope they do. All right, thanks for the call, Ron. Thank you very much. 702-876-1340, that's the number. We can talk about the Olympics. We can talk about the Golden Knights and and a dominating performance against the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, And, you know, I'll be honest, like there's a couple of things that impressed me a lot in this game. We'll get to them as we go along here on the Extended Post Game Show. 702-876-1340, let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You know what? I'm fantastic. That was a fun game to watch, and I I liked to see that the scoring continued to be spread out. That you know we got a goal from the first line or first line, second line, fourth line, and a defensive goal. So you know, or defenseman goal. So it, it's it's just good to see that um, it's the scoring is staying pretty consistent in that everybody's scoring. <laughs> You know, I I think I'm I'm right there with you, Stephanie. When it comes to production, you're 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 always going to look for your top players to score, and you get a goal from each of your top lines in this game. But then you also have Nick Waugh contributing, and you've got Braden McNabb finding the score sheet. And with Nick Waugh specifically, you get him feeling really good about his game, and he's still working on your fourth line as you head toward the playoffs, then all of a sudden you've got four lines that can threaten to score, and that's the type of depth that really lends itself well to a long playoff run. Yeah, and the other thing that I really liked about this game was just the the crazy differential of, of shots on goal and seeing yeah. that they were able to really limit them to shooting, which... You know, not that I want to see it happen, but if they end up having a harder time scoring goals in the future, seeing that they're still able to, you know, limit the chances the other side is getting to is is promising. All right, Stephanie, thank you for the call. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas.
We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 4 to nothing. the final. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks, their fifth win in a row, 30-11-2 on the season, 62 points, just two back of the Colorado Avalanche. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Rita, how are you doing tonight? Fine, thank you very much. Um, I know you've made the point, but um, I've read where people have said, yeah, they can beat the people below, but that's not a big deal. But when you look at what happened to the Capitals last night, it is a big deal. These are all NHL players, and you can lose to anybody on any night. And at the end of the year, these two points are the same as two points from Colorado. And I just, I'm just proud of them, and I think we're doing good no matter who we're playing. You know, Rita, that's a that's a great point. You're you're absolutely right. Two points is two points. It doesn't matter who you're playing, and you can't take any team lightly in the NHL. There is a real focus and a real intensity that goes into winning a game like the the Golden Knights won tonight. Let me ask you, Matthias Janmark, you've seen two games. What are you thinking? Oh, I like him. I think it's the last piece we need going into the playoffs. I I real impressed with him. You know what? Awesome stuff, Rita. Thank you for the call. Enjoy the rest of your night. 702-876-1340 is the number. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to throw it back to something that Darren Millard and I talked about today on the Golden Knights Insider Show. Darren, uh, we're just kind of picking my brain a bit about the goaltending rotation. You've got Marc-Andre Fleury. You've got Robin Leonard. Both goalies have been absolutely lights out for the Vegas Golden Knights. And here's where I want to bring in you, the listener of this program. 702-876-1340 is the number. In terms of the goaltending rotation, what say you? Do you want to see it continue in the playoffs? I know it's a bit untraditional. I know that it's not something that most teams do in the playoffs in rotating through their goaltenders, one start, one sit, one start, one sit, every other game. But it's worked so well for the Golden Knights throughout this season. Maybe that's the direction you go. Maybe you try something a little bit unconventional. What do you say? 702-876-1340 is the number. Do you think the Golden Knights need to select a starter? Or do you think that they're in a position right now to just say, eh, let it ride. Go with the rotation. Why not? It's worked up until this point. 702-876-1340 is the number. Join us after the break. Answer that question right here on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. I posed the question, what do you think? Roll with the goalie rotation in the playoffs? 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to answer that question. Do you roll with this goaltending rotation in the playoffs? Give us a call, 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Eric. Eric, how you doing? 
Real good, and you? I'm doing fantastic. Always happy after a win. Yeah, can't complain, right? Stepping on next, yet again. So where, where are you at with the Golden Knights after the trade deadline, the acquisition of Matthias Janmark, five-game win streak? Where are you at right now with this team? I'll tell you what, as a, a day one Golden Knights fan, I think we are in the driver's seat to win the Cup this year. Now, Eric, when you approach the playoffs, and I know it's untraditional, but what do you do with the goalies? Do you, do you look at, think look at last year and uh, rolling the hot hand with Leonard, and how did that work out? Well, I mean, I, I don't think the Golden Knights lost in in the Western Conference Final to Dallas because of goaltending. Well, no, but I feel like um, if you mix it up and you put our team leader in the net. Uh, you know, at least a couple times, maybe you get some momentum. Well, I'm not, I, I, I mean, I'm calling for a strict rotation, right? Like, I think, I, yes, I think the, back and forth. One game, Leonard, one game, Flurry, one game, Leonard, one game, Flurry. Somebody got hurt, you change it. But I like, we got the two best goaltenders in the league. Put them both in. There you go. Thanks for the call, Eric. 702 876 1340 is the number. In terms of the playoffs, traditionally, NHL teams will ride one goalie. We've seen it time and time again. But for the Golden Knights, during a rotation, with a rotation of Robin Leonard and Marc-Andre Fleury, they have been incredible. Incredible. So I don't think that it's something I... I I don't know where I'm at in, in terms of assessing where Pete DeBoer is, where the organization is, what their approach to the playoffs is going to be. But I think that when we look at what Robin Leonard and Marc-Andre Fleury are doing right now, you look at how how dialed in this rotation has been all season long for the Golden Knights. You look at the idea of getting rest for both guys down the stretch and what rolling out a goaltender every single game that has just been so good throughout this season can do for you in the playoffs, it really lends some confidence to your offensive players. Like, think about it from this perspective. If you've got Marc-Andre Fleury and Robin Leonard and their goals against average is hanging out somewhere around 2, 2.12, whatever it is, you know you score 3, you win. Most nights, if you're the Golden Knights going into the playoffs, you score 3, you win. And I don't think the goaltending is going to drop off. I know there have been games where Vegas has allowed some goals, but I don't think that's going to drop off for the playoffs. So if you want to roll a strict rotation and you want to take that storyline out of the playoffs of having to choose one guy over the other, and we all know how much we like to run with those stories to to try to parse through the words and and read between the lines in terms of who is or isn't getting starts i i don't know i think there's real merit honestly i do in thinking about that rotation continuing in the playoffs and to be honest it was something that i think i was ready for last season in the bubble if the golden knights had gone with a strict rotation in the bubble i don't think i would have been too upset about it and, and the way that your goaltenders are playing this season, as dominant as they have been, as few games as the Golden Knights have lost because of goaltending this year, I think it's something that you seriously consider 
down the stretch. What say you? 702-876-1340. Still some time if you'd like to call in and answer that question. Again, I know it's not traditional, but the Golden Knights, they've marched to the beat of their own drum since coming into the league. They've done things a little bit differently. Maybe this is that final piece that they try that yields a different result in the playoffs. I don't know. It'll be interesting to keep an eye on it. All I know right now is I'm not sure you can make a decision between one or the other. Right now, if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, I don't think you can look at Marc-Andre Fleury or Robin Leonard and say, yeah, this guy has won that job over the other. It's interesting, but that's where the Golden Knights are right now. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. The Golden Knights defeat the Anaheim Ducks 4 to nothing. 30-11-2 on the season. 62 points just to back of the Colorado Avalanche. Let's head back out to the phone line. Sneak in one more call. Joe, how you doing tonight? I'm doing okay. Um, I wanted to ask, because watching this game tonight, I wanted to ask about the trade deadlines and the off-season moves the Golden Knights have made. They've always made made a big to medium splash with like Perangelo, Pacioretty, uh, the guy they acquired at the trade deadline. And I look at this game and I go, wow, did they spend a lot on the future to win now? And, you know, because I look at this Ducks team and I go, they, they're they like, you know, kind of like an AHL team. Will this be us in the future? You know, I I, I get what you're saying, Joe, but, you know, Alex Petrangelo is, is in the prime of his career. Mark Stone is in the prime of his career. The Golden Knights have still retained a lot of their draft capital the next couple of seasons in terms of, of their, their trades. So I don't think that the, the cupboards are necessarily bare. You've got Peyton Krebs, who is likely to figure in to the Golden Knights' plans over the next couple of, of seasons. And, of course, Cody Glass is also in the pipeline for the Vegas Golden Knights. I think you see the youth of this team and Zach Whitecloud, Nick Haig, and Dylan Coughlin, especially on the back end. And you know what? Robin Leonard is, is younger than Marc-Andre Fleury, and that five-year contract solidifies you at goaltender beyond the, the contract that Marc-Andre Fleury signed. I think this is a really good team. I think that you can continue to add around the edges and develop your prospects, and this is a team that can enjoy success over the next couple of seasons. I'd say the next four to five years, the Golden Knights will have a window to win, and that's really all you can ask for for an organization that is, has been as successful as the Golden Knights have been since their inception. That's going to do it for us here 
on the extended post-game show. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for making sure we stay on the air. Thanks to all of you for calling in, for listening, for all the insightful conversations that we got to have here on the extended post-game show. The Golden Knights take on the Anaheim Ducks Sunday at 1 p.m. pregame show at noon. I will be on the air greeting you bright and early Sunday afternoon. Thank you all for listening. Have a great night, and we will talk to you on Sunday right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.